Welcome to Talking Toonies, where average people talk about average money concepts with the hopes of creating a not-so-average financial future for you, the listener. Let's get started. Holiday shopping, everyday shopping, and getting the best value you can for the services we pay for. Hello, my name is Nick, and by popular demand, I'm back with my wife, Rach. Hi, Rach. Hello, Nicholas. Talking Toonies is sponsored by Sunrise Credit Union, a financial institute in southwestern Manitoba, owned by the people it serves. Awesome people helping awesome people achieve their financial goals. What's the lesson in today's episode? The lesson in for this month is about how to spend our hard-earned money in the wisest way possible. From holiday shopping to everyday shopping to paying for subscription services. And like we've said at the start of our podcast series, money gives you three things. Increases your lifestyle, gives you comfort, and gives you time. Buying stuff is all about lifestyle. And we are working to create a not-so-average financial future so your money cannot solely go towards lifestyle. The truth is you can make decent money, invest in all those crucial steps done, but if you're always spending and upgrading everything in your life, you will never get ahead financially. Okay, and when you say a not-so-average financial future, Mm -hmm. you mean what exactly? Well, it could mean different things to different people, My definition of a not-so-average financial future is this. Number one, no debt. No bad debt at all. That is car loans, house, anything. You are out of debt. Number two, you have cash for emergencies. Then you have a portfolio. This is basically a bunch of investments that are making you money. You can draw down a certain percent of that portfolio And that can pay for your lifestyle or at least a big part of your lifestyle. Let's just say that number is a million bucks. If you have saved and invest and now you have a portfolio, remember that's all your investments, worth a million. You could draw down, let's say, 4% a year. And that would be $40,000 a year or just roughly over $3,000 a month. Then you can maybe limit your work, retire fully, and you'd always still have that million bucks sort of working for you. I guess it's basically like a business. Your money you have put away is your business making you an income, kind of like a wage. Not easy to get to, but very doable if we follow the steps, including learning to spend wisely. Okay, so you're not saying to not spend at all. No, no. Money should basically increase your lifestyle and it should provide you with joy, even if whatever that is for you, clothing, shoes, riding in a boat, whatever it is, but, 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 there are always ways to go about the whole spending thing, especially right now. You might hear the word inflation kind of being thrown out. Inflation, when inflation is high, it basically means the stuff you bought last year will cost you more this year. Okay, so now it's the holiday shopping season and this can be super expensive for everybody. So can you continue to try to build a not-so-average financial future during this time? Or what do you suggest we do during this shopping yeah, season? Yeah, um, like most things, yeah, like most things in life, you have to plan ahead. So if you maybe haven't gone down that step yet of planning ahead, then yeah, holidays can be very expensive, especially Christmas time. So it might not work for you right away. However, 
if we start to budget for holidays, let's say by putting $50, $100 away into a separate account, then all of a sudden next holiday season, let's say 12 months from now, you will have a decent amount of money so that you're not going to blow your budget on the month of December. The average Canadian actually in 2020 spent $630 on gifts, $308 on travel, and about $166 on entertainment. Keeping in mind, these numbers are very much down due to COVID, but let's focus on the gift one, $630 a year per Canadian. So to continue to build a not-so-average financial future when it comes to spending, the number one thing I will say is pay yourself first. I know if you've listened to other episodes, you've heard me say this many, many times. But if you're moving money into your saving and investing accounts every time you get paid, then basically spending a little bit of money on the holidays, spending a little bit of money when it comes to shopping will probably be no big deal. We suggest 10% of your take-home pay going towards saving and investing for the future. I also suggest during the holiday season, spend money on meals, bring people together, not just buy stuff. Stuff you will forget, moments you remember. Also, never kind of ruin the holidays by not spending. Enjoy it. Be okay spending, but be a smart shopper. This equals more money left over, more money saved, more money invested. Now, it's not just holiday shopping that can get people into trouble, right? Like Mm -hmm. general shopping, people can be spending hundreds of dollars or thousands of dollars on Uh, a new wardrobe. Oh, I need a new bed all of a sudden. Oh, I saw a picture of a nice dining room table and I need to have that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You're absolutely right. I encourage the following. If you're putting anything on your credit card and not paying for it in full, you cannot afford it. Actually, um, Jay-Z, I don't know if you remember the rapper Jay-Z, he has a great quote that floats around the internet quite often. And he says, if you can't buy it twice, you can't afford it. And I kind of like that. So maybe that's something to think about. I think that's because I'm very much like Beyonce. Yes, and uh, a lot of people compare me to her and you're very much like Jay-Z. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Um, I also say wait a week. If you're buying something, don't buy it. Wait a week and see if you really want it. That is a lot of studies have been proven that time will show that you probably don't need it. Um, If you're buying something that maybe is a real want, put the same amount of money into a savings or investment account. We're also big kind of believers in sharing items, swapping, doing all those things. Totally. I'm super um, proud to say that my friends and I have, you know, a group chat that we often show a picture of something. Does anybody need this before we put it in the donation bin or, or throw it away if it if it could be garbage we always ask each other first yeah and i think we need to do a better job of that i think people are starting to do a better job of that but share it sell it trade it swap it do whatever you need to do that way and also if you're buying something and it's truly bringing you joy and you love it don't beat yourself up over it money is to increase your lifestyle and do those things that are fun you know so i'm i'm okay with those things too right however i always say this like you can justify anything. So it's sometimes a slippery slope because I can really easily say that I just need this thing. Yeah. And I think that that's part of the problem. Why people are maybe struggling financially is that they do, they justify everything and yeah, a want becomes a need. And that's why I don't categorize things in wants and needs because people can say, 
well, no, I need that new table because the old one's like looking kind of old. No, no, no. That's a want, right? Um, Yeah, definitely shop, feel okay about it. But again, you know, if you are justifying everything, it's going to be hard to get ahead financially. Another thing is this whole shopping online. You know, we've connected our credit cards to our Apple Pay and all these things. It's very convenient. Yes. But if you're actually having a shopping problem, as in you're buying whatever you want and you're buying emotionally, um, doing the act of shopping, making yourself feel better through that. But again, it's happening over and over and over again. That could have some really detrimental effects. So maybe disconnect that credit card from your phone. Make it one more step that will you'll think twice before you just say, okay, I'll buy it. And there's some real nasty traps out there. This whole, I'm sure you've seen it. It's everywhere. Buy now, pay later, 0%. It's just a scam for the most part because what's going to happen is they're going to give you an outrageous interest rate once the year is done. There are many fees involved in these things. Yeah, you can walk home with the iPad. You can get the furniture delivered. You can do all those things and not pay for the year, but it will cost you. Also, I'm a huge believer in the whole money mentality, the behavioral side of money. If you get what you want right away this second, that is not a good lesson for your future. We must think about our purchases, shop around, and save before we buy. People can dig themselves into very large holes by doing this. And if you haven't checked out past episodes, uh, check out the one on debt because getting rid of these types of debt, if you're ever in those scenarios where you do have a debt from a place like this, um, will be a crucial move of getting rid of this debt into a lower interest place and paying these things off. So check that episode out if need be. Okay, but... Does it depend on the type of shopper you are? Like if I am buying the odd large purchase, does that mean um, I'm in more trouble than if I'm just buying a bunch of little things here and there from Amazon or something like that? Right, right. Yeah, we all shop differently. If you're a little, a lot of a little shopper, so you're doing a lot, but you're buying little purchases all the way, track your money, track your money. We should all be tracking your money once in a while throughout the year, but do that and add up the amount. You know, I like to say, like, how many knickknacks have you bought, right? Like, add it up and it will shock you. Large purchases, you know, you might hear that from people. You only live once. Um, I'm going to enjoy it when I can. There might be some truth to that, but I believe that no purchase, there's absolutely no purchase that is worth the stress of not being able to afford it. No purchase. The great you're a, you're a very wise shopper, but you have splurged before and just tell the listener about your experience with a large kind of expensive purchase and tell them how, how the whole process went. Yes. Well, I think it's kind of funny too, that, you know, you say I'm a wise shopper and then you say, tell them about the experience. Yeah. There pretty much is only one experience that I have with buying a really large item outside of a, a car and a house. Yeah. Um, so I was in need of a new winter jacket. Mm-hmm. As a teacher, I needed something really warm for recess duty. So I'm like, yeah. I'm going to spend as much as I can to make sure that I get a quality item. Yeah. And so I bought a very well-known Canadian company's jacket that was <laughs> supposed to keep me very, very warm in the winter. And I paid more for it than what my car was worth at the time, actually. Yes, that is true. That is a true <laughs> statement. And I was excited to buy it because it was a really big purchase and I thought I was really going to get my mm-hmm. my money's worth out of it. But the minute I got home, the button fell off. Yeah. Um, it has kind of continued to give me problems, if you will, like the mm-hmm. hood doesn't stay down and tucked in. Yeah. I would say it's no warmer than some other coats that I have bought before. Yeah. So it yeah. really wasn't what I thought I was buying. 
and then they're kind of like, hey, just send the coat back to us and we can fix it. And it's in like February in Manitoba where nobody can send their winter coats back to companies. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, and I don't know. There's an old saying, right? You get what you pay for. And I do believe that's somewhat true. I do feel like if you need something, buy a higher quality item. It's going to last you longer. It'll probably be a bigger financial benefit than buying cheaper items that you have to replace. However, marketing is a great thing. So let's try not to kind of get sucked into the hype and buying items that are just being kind of hyped, if you will. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think the hype in my case was maybe what pushed me over the edge of getting this jacket. And mm -hmm. I think I could have avoided that trap if I had maybe thought about it in a different way. Yeah, um, interesting. But what about just instead of a, a purchase, yep. what about subscription services? Because we're all yeah. um, kind of getting on that train and buying more and more subscription services. Mm -hmm. So how can people save money in that area? The subscription creep. Yeah, well, that's what they say. Uh, first of all, take a look and see if you're not using any of them, then get rid of them, um, share them, or we're not supposed to do that, right? You're not supposed to share subscriptions. Yeah, so don't right, share them. Yeah, wink, wink. Um, but yeah, I love negotiating with people when it comes to internet, TV, Sirius Satellite Radio, and I know it embarrasses you, Rachel, but I love to save a dollar here and there. If you're looking to save money on internet service and things like that, switch switch providers here and there, get the get the kind of promotional rate, then be willing to do it again. Kind of, yes, it takes work, but it'll do that. Um, satellite radios and things like that, they'll always give you a deal. And again, if you're not using it, get rid of it. It will save you a few dollars. And I do get a little bit embarrassed every time you phone and tell mm -hmm. them we need a deal, but it is really a good thing. Uh, and in addition to that, we do have a few little other tricks, I guess you could say, um, that help with some expensive shopping times. Do you want to yeah. talk about those? And I'll always, you know, like even when we're buying furniture, I'll kind of give them the gears in a bit here and there. But uh, whatever. It's kind of a priority for me to save as much as I can. So with a respectful way, I will always do that. Yeah, we got a couple tricks. I don't know. I use your credit card if you're paying it full. Like you do not use it if you're not paying it full. But if you're using it, pay it full. You get some sort of perk usually from a credit card. I know our sponsor at the Sunrise Credit Union offers a family kind of range of MasterCards, um, cashback, travel rewards. They basically have the right card that fits you fits your need. Check that out. We kind of we kind of like the cashback version of it because yeah. then we can fully take advantage of that cashback. The cashback comes back in January, which is sweet because that's usually where the expensive bills from December come there. So kind of takes the sting off that. Um, grocery store points, kind of consistently going to a grocery store that offers points and then using those points in that December, January sort of time as well, because that's an expensive time. So that can kind of, I don't know, take the sting out of an expensive month. Exactly. And like you say, you know, you want to um, spend money around the holidays on experiences and stuff. And yeah. so when we're able to you know, buy a couple extra little ingredients to have, um, exactly. a, you know, a nicer time with the people that are over, then yep. we spend our money at that time. And it's just a good time to do that. hundred percent. So Nick, what is your spending pet peeve? Do you want to share it with the listeners? Uh, I don't know because, okay, here's my spending pet peeve and it has to do with gift cards. It is a nice gesture. Very nice of people to do this. So please don't message me or email me if you're very upset with what I'm about to say. But on for the most part, 
we are wasting money when we give gift cards to people. Sometimes they're not activated. Um, Rachel and I have figured that out in a, what was that? That was a Starbucks Starbucks lineup when it was, I think, 30 some dollars for a couple things. So sometimes they don't work, but it it's an interesting thing because then you, you give a gift card, you're never going to hit that dollar amount on the nose. So then people are going back to that establishment to spend more, or they're just leaving the gift card there with a few dollars. Now, yes, if you know the person consistently is going to X business, okay, it's fine. But I'm saying let's let's adopt a different way to do things. So we're adopting the cash game where we're giving cash to people that we <laughs> yeah. would give uh, um, gift cards to and whatever. I don't know. I don't know how it'll go. I'll keep you guys posted. I don't know if the kindergarten teacher will be upset when she gets cash in her, gift, in her Christmas card, but whatever. Then it's they a little, choose, uh, though. a little awkward for me as I'm writing my thank you card and you know, here's 20 bucks. But, but here's the thing, then they choose where that money can go. And if we do want to create a good financial future, then they, they could go to Starbucks with it. I don't care. Or they could go and put it on something else. Totally. Totally. And I, you know, I've never had a problem with someone giving me 20 bucks in cash. So I don't think that people are going to have a problem with it as we take that approach on. And then as the gift card doesn't, if it's not activated and then you call there and then they say you have to get a hold of the person that bought the gift card to activate it. Yeah, that's going to be an awkward conversation I'm not having. Right. <laughs> no, thank you. Not doing it. Yeah. So yeah, give it a try. I don't know. Send me your hate mail if you love gift cards, but I'm going cash. Okay. So what is the assignment for this month for the listener? Yeah. So if you haven't paid attention, pay attention right now. The assignment is this. Budget for the holidays. Start now. Next year's holidays will be great. Put $50, $100, whatever you can a month. Number two, pay yourself first. Every single time you get paid, put that money, preferably into an investment account. And we'll talk about those in future episodes. And then you know what? Shopping's not a big deal if you're consistently saving. Smart shopping. If it's on a credit card and you can't pay for it in full, don't do it. You can't afford it. If online shopping is an issue, disconnect your credit card from it. Avoid those nasty traps of buy now, pay later. Use your credit card for perks, again, only if you're paying in full, and call to negotiate those kind of service bills and take a look if you're experiencing any subscription creep. Get rid of them if you're not using them. Thank you all for listening. Please subscribe, rate it five stars. Tune in next time as we continue to bring you real steps to improve your financial future. If you have a topic idea you want covered or a question you want answered, please email us at talkingtoonies at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Until next time. Talking Toonies is for educational purposes only. Thank you for tuning in.